This is Sunday Rewind on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Husker Rewind here on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Get my headphones squared away here. I'm Mike Belby. That's Jake Bachoven. And joining us on the Allo VIP line is former Husker hoopster Bernard Day. Good friend of mine. Bernard, welcome to uh, welcome to the show, man. Happy you could join us. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely. VIP line brought to you by Allo Fiber, where they understand the importance of exceptional service with local heart. Bernard, I it was kind of funny because I was talking to Bach a little bit about uh, you know, your background, you're one of the guys that played for Mo Iba's last team and Danny Nee's first team. And you and I've had some great conversations about that. But uh, for, for those that maybe don't know you and your career, uh, walk us through not only the, those couple of years uh, with, with Mo and, and Danny back and forth, but then your career and where it took off after you left Nebraska. You know, coming here and playing for Mo, I mean, it was a great experience for me. <clears throat> it was a situation where, you know, Nebraska had never been to the NCAA tournament. And that year was the first year they ever made it. And, you know, that was like a big accomplishment for me. Accomplishment for me. And then the following year when Coach Nee came in, we ended up making it to the Final Four to NIT. Yeah, you lost to DePaul, right, in the uh, in the uh, semifinals, if I remember right. Uh, no, that was Southern Miss. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was Southern Miss that we lost to. And then we ended up, I can't remember who we played in uh, that preliminary game, but yeah, we finished third. And then after that, I ended up going overseas for seven years. I played in Ireland, I played in Holland, I played in France, and I played in Israel. What was your favorite country to play in and why? I really enjoyed Holland. The people there were great. I mean, they loved basketball. And they were very friendly, you know. It's like the guys on the basketball team. We got we got along real well. You know, we used to have uh, little parties here and there. We all got together, and you know, and it's like in other countries, it was just go to the gym practice and go home or do whatever you're going to do after that. It wasn't too much camaraderie with the guys on those teams. Interesting. So you were able to get to the opening night with uh, Nebraska basketball. The the men's and women's team go out a little bit of a scrimmage, a little bit uh, just just some fun. It's a, it's a nice event for the fans. And uh, by the way, Arkansas Little Rock was the the team you guys knocked off in overtime for the uh, third place in the NIT yeah. that year. I, it was bugging me. I knew I had to look it up. So uh, <laughs> at any rate, this year's team. What did you see? Well, first of all, what were your thoughts on the roster construction during the off season? The transfers they brought in. Uh, the Eli Rice, who had been committed for a long time, but then the late addition of Matar Diop uh, as well. What, what were your thoughts on the roster construction? Well, they got a little more athletic. And so, you know, and they got a little bigger. And the guys look mobile. And the thing is, is like when you're going into the Big Ten, you know, you got to have some sort of physicality down inside. Guys who wants to bang and who wants to get at the guys, especially on the defensive end. And what I was seeing when I went to opening night, you know, watching that, I can see the athleticism. 
But the thing that's going to get me is I just want to see guys as they play together. You know, you got to take and put all this together on the basketball court, trying to figure out that starting five that you're going to have, even though, you know, he got a jump on it when they went overseas to play this summer. So he should have a better better idea, but I didn't get to see it. So I'm just waiting to see myself. Well, I'm looking, it, go ahead. I'm looking forward to it because, you know, he's, he's telling me the roster was a lot better than it's been in the past four years. And I'm just looking forward to seeing it. Bernard Day, former Husker Hoopster, joining us here on the Aloe VIP line. Um, and you you mentioned those games uh, where they played over in Spain, and you know nobody was really able to see them. We got to see some stats, et cetera. But the the thing that stood out to me more than anything was they figured out a way to win all three games, missing five guys on the roster that realistically could be a starting five on opening night. And to me, that told me a little bit about that the depth they have. And you heard Coach Ho- Coach Hoiberg talk about the fact that they have a team with so much depth that like he's never, ever seen anything like this, especially uh, in his time at Nebraska. So with that depth, you've played a lot of ball. At some point, you're going to get to an eight, nine-man rotation. Um, What's it take from a team standpoint when you know you're that good, you've got that many people that can play? What's it take from a mentality standpoint for the guys that maybe aren't getting the minutes they want? Well, the thing is, it starts at practice because you got to keep pushing each other. And, you know, and that's where where it all stems from. It's those guys who put the best foot forward. And then, you know, they go out and play in the game. But watching and being a player myself, it's always going to be the next man up because you never know what's going to happen during the season. So you always got to be prepared and ready to play. So, you know, if somebody go down or somebody can't play at that point in time and foul out or whatever the case may be, you have to be ready to go in because you feel like you're one of those players that should be out there playing. And that's when you have to put forth that effort and show that you belong out there. It's interesting this year, Casey Tamanag was named to the preseason All-Big Ten team uh, and obviously went on a, a, a heck of a run last year. So it's not like we... we have questions of whether they can build on an offensive around him, but is what we saw last year toward the end of that year um, with, you know, his, his, his hot shooting and, and he's just kind of a smaller player. Is that sustainable? Do you think throughout an entire season for Casey? I don't know for a whole season, but you know, he's going to have his moments where he's going to knock down shots like he usually does, but a big pro uh, I mean, a big um, factor in that was, playing with Walker Hmm. because him and Walker were on the same page in a lot of things and you know the back doors and the pop outs and everything that they were doing you know he can't get on the same page with somebody on the team like that then it's going to be a little more difficult than it was last year because you know it's like he's not that going to be that surprise player they know what he's capable of as far as shooting the basketball they don't want him to put the ball on the floor and try to go to the basket and he's a smart player. I like the way he plays. Yeah, and the the one thing, one of his kind of Achilles heels here, the, the first two years a little bit, more like the first year and a half to me was defensively. Uh, there were times you saw great effort, just maybe not, you know, he, he would go uh, under a screen. You know, he wouldn't fight through the screen and guys would get open looks and he, there was always great effort, but at, at times he seemed to be in the wrong place. What have you seen from him as far as improvement in his defensive game, and what do you think he does better now? 
What makes up for all that is his intensity. I mean, he plays hard and he tries to get to where he needs to be, but just being a little undersized and, you know, really coming into trying to figure out the defensive part of the basketball game, I think he's gotten a little better. But, you know, still, he's going to be challenged as far as being a two-guard. You know, if they find somebody who's going to try to post him up or even take him to the basket off the dribble, you know, the lateral movement thing is not that great. But I hope it's something that he's worked on and they tried to figure out for him. Well, it's interesting this year, just kind of on, on, a, on a grand scale, is that Nebraska this past year finally got to 500 under Fred Hoiberg. Um, and it was, uh, you know, it was through a lot of injuries. But I suppose when 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 he says this is his most talented group, Nebraska eventually wants to take that next step under Fred Hoiberg. What do you think that next step would be? In other words, what do you think the expectation should be for this team? Well, it's going to be about what the expectations that the team has for itself. You know, when me coming in, it was like, you know, I want to do everything I could to help us win. And, you know, whether it's defense, rebounding, scoring, whatever it took, you know, I tried to do my best to help in those aspects. And with this team, if you can get these guys to click, you know, it's like, well, we want to take it a little further. Where in the past four years, five years, you know, we've been struggling to even get over 500. And so now we want to take it further. We want to try to get into an NIT or even best make it to the NCAA tournament. And that's going to take a lot of pulling together and a heck of a lot of effort. Bernard Day joining us on the Allo VIP line. From that opening night, and I get it, it's a, it's a scrimmage. It's, you know, kind of a glorified practice, et cetera. But from that opening night, um, what were your best takeaways from individual play? Who's a guy that impressed you the most? And did you see anything that, that gave you just a little bit of uh, reason for pause or a slight concern? As far as concern, no. I mean, like I said, my biggest thing is because you have to find some kind of identity when you're going into this league, <clears throat> whether it's defensively or having a great post player or a great forward or two that can go out and score for you. Um, it's like Nebraska never really had that. And watching these guys, I saw the athleticism, yes. But that only goes so far when somebody puts a body on you. You know, it's how, how you can fight through it and get around it to use that athleticism. And one guy I really think should be able to take his game to another level is Gary. You know, I sit back and I watch him. He don't settle for that three-pointer. He has that big body where he can go inside and bang with some people. But is that something that he wants to do? I'm not quite sure. But I'm looking forward to seeing him play. And then the guy, uh, I think Jop, you know, I'm looking for him because he's athletic. And I want to see him around the basket blocking shots. So it's going to be interesting to see this team when it gets down to it when the season starts. When we talked about about their development, other about how they're deep, you know, kind of defining those roles, I think is kind of interesting. Um, as they're basically going to be fighting for playing time, fighting for minutes, and, and, and play, fighting for a role in this in this offense and this defense and this team. 
Um, when do you think that they should kind of have that figured out? Because I find with in modern college basketball, I mean, it's always a brand new team, it seems like, with a lot of different guys. So it, it's a lot of time, and that guys you've played with over the years, um, is that kind of the, you know, kind of hope by conference play, you kind of know who you are? Well, coming into it, you, like, you have those, uh, the practices, and you sit back and you watch, and you put guys in different scenarios and different positions, and then as you go and you travel overseas and you just throw five out there and you want to see which ones click, and then you just take it from there. So it's like, okay, I got this five right here. They seem to play good together. So you throw them out there. And then all of a sudden, if that doesn't start to work, then you have to, in practice, start to experiment experiment all over again. And that's where it gets kind of tough because you're still trying to figure out what you want to do and how you want to do it. And in the meantime, the season is rolling by. And you got to figure it out real quick because before you know it, you know, you'd be struggling again to try to get over 500. So, you know, those guys, I'm thinking they're putting forth that effort in practice. And some guys are a little ahead of other guys as far as experience. So you will want to take and use that experience first and to bring those younger guys along. But if, hey, if you got those younger guys playing better than the ones that experience, you put them out there and say, hey, I got to go with you. Former Husker Hoopster Bernard Day joining us here on Husker Rewind, joining us on the Allo VIP line. Bernard, before we let you go, um, I, I'm not going to put you on the on the, the the line and say absolutely you got to give me a season prediction, but um, I'm going to put you on the line. I want you to give me a season prediction right now. <laughs> uh, what do you think the regular season record winds up being? How many wins will they get in their 31 games? I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with 18. Interesting. I'm going to go with 18. I like it. I like the positivity. I like the 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 number 18 off of that because uh, Tom and I were actually having a discussion earlier this week, and we went through the the schedule, and we were we felt a little harsh, you know, with some some teams that we just like, well, they have no chance to win this game. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Purdue. Uh, you just say, yeah, they're never going to beat Purdue. Well, they were they were a poor phantom call against C.J. Wilcher away from beating Purdue last year. You know what yeah, I mean? So yeah. so we we didn't give them any upsets. And Tom and I both agreed we think 18 and 13 might be a realistic, you know, number for Nebraska to be with. And and at 18 and 13, um you would have to think that they are in the mix. They're definitely going to make an NIT, but they may be on the bubble. They may if you get a couple of conference tournament wins, uh and, and you could. Uh do you think this team will get to the postseason and do you th- I mean, granted, we haven't seen him play, so we don't know uh, wholeheartedly. But did, with the roster structure, is this a team that looks like it could win in the postseason? Yes, it does look like a team that can win. You know, it's, you get a lot of stuff that we as fans and sometimes players, we can look at a roster and say, man, look at this roster compared to that roster. And all of a sudden, that roster doesn't live up to the expectations. And so with this team, it's a matter of gelling through the season as they did last year at the latter part of the season where they came along and, you know, they snuck in a few upset wins 
and they're like one win away from the NIT. And so with this team right here, it has to be the same way, but they have to get off to a good start. doesn't do any good to get off to a good start, then you go into Big Ten play, and all of a sudden you just get a goose egg through five, six games, then that's a struggle. But, you know, I think, I think it's possible that they can get off to a good start. I mean, they can lose one or two games, which sometimes brings you back to reality and saying, hey, we need to do better, and then run off another seven or eight games in a row. Absolutely. Bernard, greatly appreciate the time. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great rest of your Sunday. All right. Thanks. You too, Mike. Bernard Day, former Husker Hoopster joining us. Uh, Bernard and I worked together a while ago, and, and he's just he's, he's one of the, the neatest guys, um, and, and he understands the game so well. We had some super in-depth conversations back when his son was playing uh, with Tim Miles and stuff. Uh, Bach, I'm going to throw this out to you because when I kind of put together the rundown, I threw out uh, you know the last segment of the last hour, whatever. Um, is there a direction you want to go? Do you want to focus in and maybe look at the schedule and some Husker hoop stuff? Do you want to talk anything else? What's what's on your mind? Yeah, I don't get the chance to talk too much Husker hoops right now. I'd, I'd like to keep on rolling I, with the Husker I, hoops I, conversation. I'm in. We're going to do that when we come back. I'm Mike Melby. That's Jake Baca.